Welcome to the 412th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. Stay tuned for my interview with writer John Gelfan, author of the novel Extreme. Stay tuned for the interview. The Reading and Writing Podcast is brought to you by Libro FM. Libro.fm lets you purchase audiobooks directly from your favorite local bookstore. You can pick from more than 185,000 audiobooks, including bestsellers and recommendations from booksellers. You'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company out there, but you'll be part of a different story, one that supports your local community and your local bookstore. If you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to get more books into your busy life. You can listen during your commute, while doing chores, walking the dog, or just relaxing at home. All you need is a smartphone and the free Libro.fm app. If you already love audiobooks and don't know what to listen to next, check out recommendations and curated lists from people who know audiobooks best your local bookseller. Here's your special offer from the Reading and Writing Podcast. Get two audiobooks for the price of one today with your first month of membership with the code RWPODCAST at checkout. This offer is only valid for new members in Canada and the U.S. Check out Libro.fm today. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Joan Gelfand, author of the new novel, Extreme. Joan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Jeff. It's great to be here. Great. If someone hasn't heard about your new novel, Extreme, yet, how would you describe the novel? Well, Extreme takes place in a Silicon Valley gaming startup where the team is tasked with creating a a site that is going to be turned into a reality show. That's the short version. (laughs) 300 pages, it's always hard to to give the short version, but that's the short version. Sure. And do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to ride Extreme? Yes, I had written my first novel and I was working in the corporate world. I met my husband, actually, and he worked in Silicon Valley, and I became very intrigued with what to me was a very unusual work style, work focus of these startups. And I said, there's not a lot of books about Silicon Valley, and I think I want to write one. But it took longer than I thought. Now there are books about Silicon Valley, but uh, uh, the original impetus, I was a a, a maverick. (laughs) Sure. And did your husband help you in giving you feedback about the novel since he's working there in Silicon Valley? Yes, mostly with the tech part, because the gaming startup, obviously, not obviously, but in the book, They have a few setbacks, and some of them are technical. Some of them are philosophical, but he helped me on the technical part, yes. Sure. And so what was your creative process when you worked on Extreme? Did you outline or plot the novel prior to writing it, or did you just dive into the story? Jeff, have you ever heard Ernest Hemingway's quote that says that if he hasn't written his book 10 times, he doesn't let it go? (laughs) 
So uh, <laughs> let's just say this. I had a plan, but the plan changed over time. I did many drafts, worked with several different editors, and I, I had a general idea about what I wanted to do, but that changed many times. Yeah. And were there any particular novels or novelists that kind of inspired you or kept you going or that you aspired to when you were working on the novel? Not necessarily about Silicon Valley, but I'm just curious if there were other novelists or novels that you looked to when you were working. Mostly, I was interested in people who had written business dramas because it's a different sort of genre and not a very crowded one. And so I really looked to people like Michael Crichton and Aaron Sorkin and the work that they do making workplaces into these high drama cooking pots, boiler pots. So yeah, I was inspired by those books. Sure. And what are your earliest memories of writing fiction? I, I am primarily, or I started out as a poet. My I have two degrees in creative writing, and uh, the first one was purely poetry. I wasn't comfortable writing fiction for a long time, and I think I wrote a couple of short stories in college, but then I got inspired and started my first novel maybe over 20 years ago. And yeah, that was really my first experience with writing fiction that was actually working. And and how was that transition for you? If you can think about that, the transition from those early, like the writing, the poetry to writing fiction, which is a different style and Yes, yes. I feel like the two disciplines come from different places. I happen to be one of those poets that gets very lucky and uh, poetry finds me. <laughs> so it was, I'd say poetry is a lot easier for me because I don't have to struggle with it as much. Prose, the nice, the, the good thing about prose is that Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You have an idea and you can really explore it because you've got a whole manuscript to explore characters and ideas. And I love that part of it. But in terms of the writing, one of my writing teachers once said, think of each page in your book as a painting and every line has to work. When you look at a painting, you don't want to look at the upper left quadrant and say, nothing's happening in that upper left quadrant. And it's the same thing with writing. The whole page has to sing and really speak to people. And that, when you're looking at over 300 pages, that's quite a task. And one of the nice things has been in the reviews and feedback on my book, people see the, the poet in me. So that feels really gratifying. That's great. With your knowledge of writing and publishing, what advice about the publishing process would you offer for writers who are trying to get published? You know, here's my 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 big I teach, I coach writers individually and I teach on this topic about getting published 
And here, here's my biggest advice, and, and you're probably not going to expect this. It's not about discipline and getting the work done because that kind of goes without saying. What I find is that a lot of people want to write their first book and they want an agent and they want a book deal and they think their book is going to knock it out of the park. And first books are very hard to sell. What writers need to start to realize is that you almost have to be famous to get a publisher and an agent in terms of your resume. And so the advice that I would give to writers and that I do give to writers all the time is work while you're working on your book, work on your profiles and on your social media and get everything as maxed out as you can. Because when you go to look for a publisher these days, they are always going to look at your online profile. They're going to look at your social media. They're going to look at your website. They're going to look at how you look when they Google you. And so all of those things people have to realize while they're writing, they need to be doing working up their social media and their profile as well. And what writing advice would you offer given your experience of writing novels and earlier writing poetry? And as you said, the reviews of Extreme have, have pointed out the, the poet in you in terms of this novel. So what writing advice beyond just publishing, but the nuts and bolts of writing, what advice would you offer for people who are writing their own stories and novels? I would say read as much as you can. Know what's trendy or know what is selling. I think the hardest part for writers is that they have a particular story to tell. And sometimes it's great, they should tell that story, but it's not always a marketable story. So I think you need to decide, am I going to write a book for myself and hope for the best? Or do I really want to write something that's marketable? For example, a genre fiction is much more popular than literary fiction. So in other words, if you really want to sell your book, think about writing a detective story, a thriller, a historical fiction, a biography, something that an agent or a publisher can put into a category. Literary fiction and commercial fiction are much harder because they don't know what they're basing their sales numbers on. So that's a, a little bit of soul searching that writers need to do. Sure. So are you working on another novel now? Not quite yet. It's quite <laughs> a lot of work to promote books these days. Authors are asked to do a lot. So I gave myself quite a bit of time to, to promote this book. I am working on another collection of poetry. My last collection came out six years ago. That's my next book. And then I have something in the hopper that I'll work on after the dust settles. What novels or nonfiction books have you read recently that you enjoyed? I read, I, I read something great nonfiction. Let me see. I'm reading a book by David Mitchell, called Utopia Avenue, which I'm really enjoying. It's about a rock band in the 60s in London. And I've read great reviews about it. He's It's quite readable and very different than his other books. I haven't been reading it. He has two or three other really well-known novels. Anyway, this one is very accessible and easy to read. I read a memoir called Concealed, which I really liked about 
an Iranian child whose family moves to New York and all the cultural adjustments that she had to make. So those are like probably my last two books. Sure. Where can people find you online if they want to learn more about you and your novels? The novel has a website, which is www.extrementhebook.com. So it's got its own website with media coverage and tour dates and synopsis of the book. I also have a website for my other work, my poetry and my coaching, which is basically http joangelfan.com. And so people, there's a a contact sheet on that website. So yeah, I'm easy to find. Again, we've been speaking with Joan Gelfand, author of the new novel, Extreme. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And Joan, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.